This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled their homes to escape conflict in Ukraine, leaving jobs, belongings and loved ones behind. They need shelter, food and water. You can help. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 70150 to give £10. Thank you. Streaming 24-7, this is Brum Radio. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I have come down to the old rep, uh, and I'm joined by Alec Fellows-Bennett, who is director of Beauty and the Beast, which is at the old rep, from the 18th of November, which is in a month, I'm sorry to say that, in a month, to the 16th of December uh, 2022. And Alec Fellows-Bennett is director, as I say, of this production. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, mate. Delighted to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us about this production. How long have you been working on this for? Um, so, as with all productions, I mean, the minute Christmas finishes, you start on the next Christmas show. <laughs> um, so, while I didn't direct last year, I was quite heavily involved with it. Um, and Beauty and the Beast was always going to be the next one once COVID had disappeared. Yeah. So, in fact, I started working on this show about three years ago because it was going to be the 2019 show, which, of course, never happened. And, and does that change your approach to things that you might have done then versus what you might do now? Well, the concept of the play has changed a great deal. So we, it was originally written for three, uh, four um, adult actors, shall we say, and um, a chorus and uh, an ensemble work of students. Because of COVID, because of various other things, and because of the sheer talent and, and brilliance of the, of the students that we've had, and they carried it off last year brilliantly, um, it is now an entirely student cast, but what that means is it is now a much, much larger performance. So there are uh, 26 characters in each, sh- in each show. We've got a rotating cast of four, so each week it's a whole new cast. Um, and so it makes it a much bigger spectacle because we can do a lot more with such a large number of people. I saw that a lot of the school's performances have sold out already. I'm sure there's a, several more that need people to come down and see. Did you used to go and see theatre with your school and did that have any impact on you? I think it did. I did go and see I do remember we, we came to the rep a lot. Um, and uh, to Wolverhampton Grand, I remember mm-hmm. we went, we got taken to, and uh, and yeah, it's <sighs> sitting in that auditorium with the little ones when it's very often their very first experience of live theatre, and watching them realise that they're being watched, mm-hmm. that it's an interaction, that it's it, that it's a, they're all here together investing in this. It's the best thing in the world. And while I don't remember it particularly sparking me off and wanting to do it, I think I've wanted to do this since before I could walk or talk. I think I, think I was born with it. Um, I, the experience I get now, I come to see as many of the shows as I can just to sit and watch them. The, the productions that you've done, to me, uh, veer a little bit between being non-Christmassy with elements of Christmas panto in sometimes and then more Christmassy this is a traditionally Beauty and the Beast done as a more like a a traditional panto where are you with this in terms of the tone of it yeah I think 
I think we, when I first started, because I performed in uh, Wind in the Willows and in Alice in Wonderland, mm. and then I directed Pinocchio. And as you say, we sort of did a little nod to Christmas in those. By the time we got to Snow Queen, it was it's very difficult to do the Snow Queen in July. <laughs> That's, that's when we did the press launch for it. It was a yeah, July exactly. press launch. Yeah. Oh God, I've forgotten all about that. Yeah. Of course, we <laughs> stood outside the museum with snow machines. This, this lady melting in a globe, yes. pretending that she was cold and she was <laughs> roasting in this little portable greenhouse. Um, but yeah, that was very firmly Christmas. I think the association with with Christmas time and Panto for Beauty and the Beast is kind of inevitably twined now. There's nothing you can really do about that. I think it would be very odd to do it at any other time of the year. In terms of the actual Christmas content, the play is structured a little bit of as a play within a play. So it's, um, it's children in their French lesson being taught the story of mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. So it's very much, it's breaking up at the end of school, it's Christmas jumper day... It's, you know, it's all dressed out, French Christmas, and then, oh, well, in France, they always tell this story around Christmas time, and then we go into the Beauty and the Beast. So it's very much framed as a, as a feel-good Christmas um, <laughs> period. And because it's one of those stories that people uh, have known for hundreds of years, uh, does that allow you that freedom, that it's not someone's, like, story from 10 years ago or 20 years ago? Yeah, there's a freedom there in the fact that Obviously, it's, it's, it's now, you know, cultural property, for want of a better term of phrase. You know, it's, it's, it has no copyright on it. It has no... It's, it's one of those fables. It's out there in the world, um, which means you can take a, a different slant on it. Um, but like anything else, something that's so deeply loved, you have to be careful how you, you know... Um, how you trample on people's dreams what we have done um, and this is no particular great spoiler is we have the children in the class question whether or not the beast has to physically change to be accepted or whether there's a better ending to the story Um, now what the decision on that is I'll let you find out when you come and see it but certainly in 2022 that question is an interesting question the idea of the handsome prince or the beautiful princess and physical attributes being what you're judged on is certainly something that we wanted to have the kids question and and it came from working that to see what happened Um, and that's been really interesting that's been really interesting and that's uh, partly because the conversation has moved our conversations that we have in general in society have moved in that direction I think that's a really fascinating way to see it as well Um, I'm really excited to be coming to see this my last question for you is how do you feel about being in the theatre where Shakespeare was first performed in modern clothes how does that feel well uh, we were talking before we started the interview about your long association with this building and mine goes back probably possibly even longer (laughs) Um, and I remember as a or maybe 10 if that standing in the wings of this auditorium and um, my director just before sending me out onto the stage said do Lawrence proud what are you 
talking about? You know, what are you going on about? But then, of course, you find out what's gone on in this building, what's happened in this building, and it is it is what draws me back here. I mean, this is my sixth year now working here for Christmas, and I do a lot during the year here as well. Um, it is a lot to do with that history that brings me back to this building because it's it all started here. Mm. A lot of what is now just accepted as modern theatre started in this building with with what Barry Jackson was doing. That's wonderful, and I, I, you know I'm thrilled every time I come into this building. I feel that sense of history coming into it. Uh, even randomly seeing Laurel and Hardy, the film mm. filming in here as well, and seeing this this stage is just wonderful as well. Just so exciting to see as well. I'm really thrilled to be coming to see this production. I'm seeing it about the end of the first week that it's on. Uh, we're seeing it on a Saturday afternoon, so that's brilliant to be doing alec thank you so much for joining us and chatting to us about this today my pleasure it's been great and uh, as i say i hope uh, you and your listeners will all enjoy it thank you so much you can come and see beauty and the beast at the old rep from the 18th of november to the 16th of december 2022 it's old rep if you take a look on there click on the what's on and you can see a list of the performances that are going to be coming over uh, that month from 18th of november until 16th of december Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.